Millie, you just want to eat or drink anything else while we're doing this. Mm. Becky's showing off because she did the notes and was on time. I was on time for the original time. This the first original time, the second original time, or the third original time. <laughs> you know who was on time for all of them? <laughs> Your mm-hmm. brother. That's because you live in that podcasting cave. I mean, it's not like that impressive. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just open a different link. That's all you have to do. <laughs> Welcome to the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Do you introduce yourself after that? Do you say like I'm I'm Becky? And no, 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 he doesn't. No, don't. And we don't even ask him who he is or how he is. So, <laughs> well, I'm here. Shy, how you doing? I'm here with my brother and sister on uh, Erev Thanksgiving podcasting. Um, and I mean, I can't start before. over. I feel I feel like no, I no, you can't. The show has started. All right, so Shai, we are days away from your birthday. How are you doing? I'm feeling good. You know, last year's birthday was so extravagant and incredible, culminating with me getting to build my own lightsaber at Disney, that I feel like I'm still riding the wave of that birthday. And and this has been a crazy, haul, hard year for everybody. And so I'm just feeling grateful going into my birthday, keeping it low-key, you know, feeling feeling very happy. Mm-hmm. But but tired. I could use a nap. I feel like your sibs have a little surprise up our sleeves. You well, always have know. a good surprise. If, I mean, last arrives, year you had an original song written for me that was incredible. So if it arrives in time, I'm, one of the gifts is I'm getting a little anxious about it. I mean, it. let's be over, clear. So I, I at the request of Allie's uh, family, um, they do a lot of like birthday lists. So I I started keeping like a list of when I see things that I like. So I, it, it keeps me from spending money because I'm like, well, I'll put this on the birthday list. Then I won't like a wish from... list, your own personal. Yeah. So I created list. like a little Google Doc, and um, which I'd given Allie access to, and then I figured that she would take the look at the updated versions and share little pieces with different people. Uh, but then I noticed like a few days ago, so about a week out from my birthday, I started getting all these requests for access to the Google Doc from various so, members of my wife's family. So you family. know no one has looked at it. So I know no <laughs> one has looked at it. <laughs> and so, but it, good because at the last minute I like rearranged it because I needed to, because th- I like a lot of weird stuff and technical things that nobody understands. So Mom I looked rearranged- at it yesterday and she was like, what is this? <laughs> these aren't things. You can't buy these things. So, so I'm rear- late to the game. So I rearranged it and I'm like, I'll just put all the CDs at the top. I'm still, I still well, like CDs. Well, Lily and I like to look at the list and then go, ha ha ha, we're not getting you anything from this but list. So we like to. This list is not for you. There's this list is, yeah. you're the third audience. The first audience is my wife and people in her network, let's say. The second audience is me. It's very therapeutic for me sometimes because I'm an impulse buyer to just grab a link and then drop it into the document and then I leave it. And I don't, I don't, I might not even get it. It's not, you know what I mean? But for Mm -hmm. me, it actually helps me control my impulse buying, but I feel like it's saved somewhere. So at least that thing knows that you're thinking about it. And then, and then I share it with you. If anthropomorphizes something. Yeah. It's an animate object. I share it with you all for a couple of reasons. One, and food like I feel like you guys would have fun just knowing what I would want because, like, we talk about things that we're interested in. And two, I know you're not going. Well, I thought me- it was fascinating. Like, I really enjoyed you- reading it and made me realize I'm like I don't want enough things. I'm like, I got <laughs> well, exactly. nothing on a list anywhere. <laughs> and and the other thing is that I know that like you all have freedom. You can get something from the list, but not. You've always done great for my birthday. It's not a it's not a thing I'm worried in in our family again birthdays maybe you get something for your birthday maybe you don't but then maybe you get like a super amazing surprise some other time in the year so I'm not yeah. fussed about that but I also know that you all if we right. were put in the position to give advice would be able to interpret that list and either share something from it or extrapolate from it and say I feel oh, like that's what we did yeah so I feel like we I, did some extrapolation. So if anyone listening wants access to my birthday list. <laughs> if you need to be inspired for how much better your own list should be. Mm. 
Um, I don't know. Exactly. If there are, if there are folks married no, to any of my friends looking for things to get them. Let's be clear. This is a very niche list. It is very niche. It's very niche. Because I have to get things, I have to put things on there that people can vaguely understand and link to that don't require, I mean, sometimes I put things on there that literally at the instructions say, do not buy this if you are not shy because the amount of research and like technical things in charge of it, like that would help you decide. So anyways, that's Um, that's enough of my birthday. Speaking of gifts, gifts keep arriving to my house for your birthday, buddy. For my youngest, who is about to turn you one. Got, you have a baby on my birthday. For the rest of her life, she Watch will out. Get- There's no more room in my house for the gigantic gifts that keep arriving. I'm out of so space. So exciting. So exciting. I also like hiding them. Can you describe them or are you worried like spoilers? She's going to. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. They're gigantic stuffed animals. Like Shai was like, but how big are they? I'm like, as big as a human, like the size (laughs) of an adult. He's just messing with you because he texted me, ordered Sunny. Life-size stuffed animals. Life-size. If you say if you say life-size and and you say I'm getting you, say I'm getting you a dog stuffed animal that's life-size, you might imagine like still like a medium-sized dog. (laughs) It's the size. It's the size of a cow. I mean, like that's the life size it is. That you have a life size dog you at sent, your house. The, the, well, the like elephant I, that you was, sent is the size of like an actual baby elephant that so would be I, born in the wild. I was talking to Becky and I said, "So how big is it?" She's like, "I don't know. It might be as, might be like almost five feet." And I was like, "Well, it did say fifty-one inches when I ordered it. I guess it really is almost fifty-one inches." <laughs> they weren't lying. Where are you storing them? I can't wait. In, I, like, Lily, I'll take a picture that my closet, which is it's there's I can't even close my closet door. Lily, there's so many boxes. Most amazing reaction video though. You I want a video. Reaction. I mean, if you thought you were getting away with no yeah. video, yeah, I'll, we'll see. I'll I'll film the reaction video and then I'll film the fight between the two children over who. Well, there's two. Shy's a genius. There's two of them. Yeah. Um. So for Sunny, but she's gonna need one to share with me. Yeah. All right. So. Your birthday, Sunny's birthday, hover right around Thanksgiving. In fact, if it was one year ago, I'd be getting ready to go to the hospital for my C-section to have Sunny, which is a bit of like a weird birthday anniversary thing to think about. But it is amazing because a year ago, it was Shai's birthday. We podcasted. The three of us were together. I know. We were about to go have Sunny. That's pretty epic. That's pretty cool. That was today, except that in the day after the day after tomorrow is the actual anniversary, which is very confusing and a topic for a different podcast app or a different podcast altogether of is when birthdays. <laughs> how does time work? When do birthdays begin and end? All right. But moving on, it is. Becky has very strange rules for birthdays. Though. <laughs> birthdays are all every day of the year. That's not your birthday. You're planning for your birthday. That's just basically what it comes out down to. Correct. So. These birthdays, Shai and Sunny's birthday, like I said, have a right around Thanksgiving. Um, we know everyone is keeping a low-key year. Are you doing Thanksgiving, Shai? Do you have any, like... There will be an outdoor gathering of the family members that we already, already see. So there will be no introduction of new people into the... Or we we're very fortunate we live near Ali's family, so and we see them fairly regularly at a social distance, so we will be at the same usual distance outside in the backyard um, uh, in the morning for a little bit. And that'll, and that's really it. And the rest of it's going to be, I don't know. We're not even, I don't think we're, I'm not even hundred percent sure if we're having the meal, all of us together, but I'm not really following the details. I'm just, I mean, yeah. You're making the stuffing though. I, well, I did. So Tam Tams, mom's stuffing. (laughs) The secret ingredient is Tam Tams. Tam Tams made by Manischewitz are not, on the shelves where I live, except I did end up finding some. But before that, so you you just oh, they are on look. the shelves, right? So you, you, <laughs> well, so you can get them where you live. I ordered. I ordered the only reasonable, like the what the case that could come on time. Okay, he and, calls when he's like, it's impossible to get a tam tam at a supermarket here, except you can, is what you're saying. Well, no. So so ten boxes. So first of all, this box arrives and it says on it like, Foodies Foodie Express from Brooklyn, and Allie's like. Yes, someone sent you like fresh locks and pastries from some bakery in Brooklyn. 
And, and so Bobka. we were in the middle of dinner and I was like, well, let's open it and see what's in it. Maybe we have to change our dinner around. And it was just, I'm like, oh, this is the 10 boxes of Tam Tams I ordered. But what made you think 10 was a reasonable no, number to order? The, I could only order 10. There was no ordering a single, no one was selling singles so, on either. So either, either find a different stuffing recipe or order 10 boxes of Tam Tams. Well, no, this is it. But now. can you I, even, or just go, can you even make, apparently they do have them at the supermarket. Can you well, even then make a couple days later, I, if you I don't cook it in a turkey? A couple days later in the supermarket, I checked. But like, how will her stuffing come out if you don't cook it in a turkey? I don't know. Allie doesn't do it in the turkey. Uh, I, I mean, it'll still good. Mom makes. Do. Mom used to make some out of. The, I don't know. It'll be fine. Wait, right. the, the the best is. Well, I think Becky's plan is actually the best for Thanksgiving. I'll let you tell that in a second. But I just want to quickly say that Mom is like a few days ago. It's Thanksgiving. I think she's stressed. I'm gonna be honest. She's stressed that it's your birthday and Sunny's birthday, and she's not with either one of those people. So she's, you know, you know, I think she's just I looking mean, at me and like she's kidding? like, it's still you. Last year Every she did she her dream around. version of visiting me, which was she came in the morning for my birthday, and then oh, I gotta go visit Becky on the other side of the country. See ya. Bye. Twelve hours of my, not even six hours of my house. <laughs> You're lucky you um, got her at all. <laughs> she. She, yeah, because pretty much with Sunny being born on your birthday, she may never spend your birthday with you again. But she basically like walks around the house, turns around and she's like, oh, it's still you. No other <laughs> sibling of yours you could be for like five minutes. And she was like getting into like a huff about doing Thanksgiving and you can order a turkey here from the fancy supermarket in advance and they'll like reserve a turkey for you. And I was like, mom, we had to have reserved a turkey. Maybe we still can. She's like, I got to go buy the stuff for stuffing. I'm going to find, there's no tantams here. I can tell you that. I got to find a new recipe and da, 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 and this and that. And she's like really stressing out. And I looked at her and I go, you know, mom, we have a hard enough time with like getting dinner on the table with the baby and, and everything. And so I, I was like, I did not grow up celebrating Thanksgiving. Since I've lived here, I don't. I've been invited the last two years at a lovely American family's house. And that's been wonderful, but it's not. If the other 10 years that I lived here, I haven't done Thanksgiving. Um, I'm good. And she's like, oh, you're right. It's not our family tradition. Forget it. And she just was like, I'm going to buy a big chicken. And I'll make some stuffing in there. Mother. So so on that note, I went through something similar. We did Wait, not grow up with- isn't just like a big chicken? It's more or less. I know, it's a different animal. It's a, a different animal, but it's, but it's, it's, uh, it's, in, it's, it's in alignment. It's in alignment. So- <laughs> yeah. um. So I went through something similar. We, growing up in Canada, did not have a Thanksgiving tradition. Um, and then I never had one once I moved out and moved to the States because I mean, it just we, wasn't we an important would, holiday to me. So you're married to a Canadian. Hold on. Just to be clear, the Shabbat dinner of Thanksgiving, the Egans would come over and mom would cook like the Thanksgiving style dinner. And it would also be sort of around my birthday. It was like a mission. I remember doing Thanksgiving dinner. dinner on your birthday. I must've like, been I really young. As, I, I remember that as like, like once in a while as like a treat, but mom would cook Thanksgiving. Doing Thanksgiving. No, mom would cook Thanksgiving for Rosh Hashanana. That's what she always also, did. That, that, that was That's true. true. Right. So anyways, like, the point is I have not had a tradition since living out in Berkeley, our wonderful, wonderful cousin, Vanessa and her family invite me and Vlad over every year that they host it. And which is not every year, but on the years that they host it, we go over to Susie and Robert's house for the most extravagant, decadent, five-star meal of your life. It is Thanksgiving on steroids. It is one of the highlights of the year. But again, it's some it's their family tradition. We're lucky that we've gotten to tag along. In reality, we don't have a tradition. I thought about doing something this year I got extremely, extremely stressed. And just like you said to mom, I said to myself, wait a minute. This is not a thing. It's like when I watch episodes of TV shows about Thanksgiving, I'm like, why is everyone getting so worked up? It's not young people. We're not talking about the theater here, people. I went with my real, what is my real Thanksgiving tradition? My real Thanksgiving tradition is that the day before Thanksgiving, Cheeseboard Pizza sells a wild mushroom pizza. So I went this morning, I picked up three of them. We're going to save them for tomorrow. And tomorrow we're going to eat pizza. And then I would like to watch A League of Their Own because that to me is the perfect American. American film, you know, it's nostalgic. It's got a great message. It's got a fun cast. It'll get me excited for the reboot that they're doing, the series. And so my Thanksgiving tradition is to eat cheeseboard pizza. So I'm going to eat pizza. Now I'm going to watch that movie. And I'm curious if you guys have any Rex RX for this festive holiday coming up tomorrow. 
No, or I guess yesterday once the pot is released. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so if anyone wants to watch it afterwards. Uh, Lily, do you have? Think any Thanksgiving weekend films that you think would speak to you of this? Or we just, we're all going to watch A League of Their Own? I think A League of Their Own is really good. I, I like American uh, I, Tale. <laughs> I, I mean, we watched that with the kids. I mean, it is Vlad's birthday year. is coming up, so that would be perfect. <laughs> so Vlad. for Thanksgiving, there's, Cute. I, I would say. Refugee. Is it um, the Family Stone? I think is a fantastic Thanksgiving movie. That's, That's with good. it was about Christmas. Christmas. Parker and Rachel McAdams. It is about Christmas. It is. Close enough. But but those are always yeah, But all, those are always released on Thanksgiving. Like I feel like those. Oh, Christmas maybe that's movies. it. I yeah. don't know. And and the holiday, the other one, the new no. Family Stone is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> What oh yeah, with with uh, Dan Levy. Yeah, we're gonna watch that one. I don't know. Which, what is that called? Oh, I keep trying to remember, and I keep going. Tis not the, the season. Holiday? Am I making I just that saw up? The holiday. He wasn't in that. No. No. Oh man, is it called Tis the season? Am I making that up? That's yeah, not you, you might be making that up. It just well, feels like that should be the title. Our watching thing is we take. I created like a playlist of all of the Goldberg's Thanksgiving episodes. The Goldberg's. Oh, that's like the Friends ones. And we just and and but I think I'm going to add the Friends ones. And now the Bob's Burgers has become one of the like official oh, really? of our house. It's so that's much really so that Ali's fun. ringtone. Happiest season. I was closed. Fair enough. The, their Allie's ringtone now for her phone. She made me stop what I was doing and design download learn how to create a ringtone. And oh, you it's created. a song from Bob's Burgers that the mother sings about uh, Thanksgiving during the turkey I, episode. Can you play I it for that, us? That sounds like a lot of fun. I feel like that's a I great Thanksgiving tradition to have a playlist going all day of all the best Thanksgiving TV apps. Um all right. Can we dive into our topic of the day now? I'm very excited yeah, sure. for this. I just I wanna I wanna make sure I get Lily this song that I'll listen to. Okay, I'll introduce it. So this is a challenging topic. This I feel like is an expert level movie watching topic. I hope people can follow along with us. I it was so it was actually I did I have to pretty I think we kept it pretty mainstream because it can you can go really like, But that's what I'm that. saying. But I okay, so our topic of the day is cameos. What is a cameo? What are the best cameos, the worst cameos, the wasted cameos, the little known cameos? Before we can dive into any of these examples, we first need to establish the rules. I'd like to know what each of you consider to be a cameo. I like your definition. My definition. It's like when someone's in it, but they're not really integral to the the story they pop like up just like where do you where's the line drawn for guest between star? a cameo and a, right and i and i feel like the whole mm. point of a cameo is that it needs to be a a surprise so it's not something that could have been marketed right right which i guess i broke my own rules but anyways i'll get into that <laughs> after i mean i don't but, think anyone is applying these rules so don't worry about it. <laughs> um i think a true cameo in the true spirit of the cameo they're not even credited you either know it's there or you don't I, exactly they're in I, on I, the secret I, or you're I, not i, I, I think really that's agree. the true spirit of a cameo I, I think for i think for big stars uh I'm gonna finish the sentence or? for big stars. Sorry, my brain froze for a second there. For for big stars, just so, so everybody knows what it's actually that. like to talk to you in real life. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. This is what happens when he's not hosting. Shout out to a persona for this podcast. That's just what it's like. And so, so for big stars, I feel like they definitely shouldn't be advertised or credited. Like it has to be low key. But I think sometimes there are cameos that retroactively become cameos, which is when someone wasn't necessarily famous and they make an appearance. But in general, I feel like a cameo, like when you think about the app cameo, which you know I'm an avid uh, user of, you're talking about someone that people know and is relatively famous and is making a brief appearance and then going away. Okay, all right, And I think that's really- So Oliphant is a guest star. Yeah, because he's- yeah, the well, whole episode is a guest star. He's integral to the the entire episode. Oh, I get what you're saying, making a brief appearance and disappearing then. But I will say Tom Cruise and Tropic Thunder- is such a dramatic difference from Tom Cruise because you're talking about the biggest movie star in the world, right? Him taking a supporting role, playing someone that looks nothing like him, to me, that that the difference, the space between what Tom Cruise is and what he did in Tropic Thunder, that's a cameo. That's like a very, very specific, rare cameo. If, if I could only find out one 
movie secret for the rest of my life. It would be how and who convinced him to do that. Because every time I see it, my mind is just blown. I just cannot imagine the conversation where Tom Cruise was like, I would love to play that part. I think Tom Cruise as a movie star is, has a lot better. I mean, he might be a strange person or, or not a good person who knows, but as a movie star, I think he actually has a real sense of self-effacing humor. And the reason why is the other time I've seen him do this was when he was in rock of ages, which is where he plays like the Bon Jovi, Axl Rose mashup character. And he's just hamming it up and singing for the crowd. And he's a supporting character in the movie. And I think that, I think there's a side of him that enjoys the the like just yeah I'm gonna do something that's totally zany every once in a while but and he's he, very smart about it. Doesn't get enough credit for how funny he is. Yeah. Yeah, I wish he um, did more funny stuff. Okay, but so while we're on the topic of favorite cameos, you brought up one of mine, which is Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. My other favorites, one is a recent one, which is Jason Sudeikis in in Mandalorian as one of the stormtroopers, and that for me is because that's an Easter egg to me, but we'll get to that later. I mean, I had no idea that was him. So right. I, so the reason I love it off. No, no he, doesn't. he doesn't. I don't even think he's credited or maybe, but I just, it was one of those things that when I figured it out, nothing, I think the rapport between the two stormtroopers was so Adam Pally is the other so one. funny. I was like, these are not just regular extra act, you know, like you knew it was right. a cameo it and you just couldn't figure out who it was. I couldn't who it was. I was like, this has to be someone famous because they're so funny. This like scene is so hilarious. And so I, I Googled it and I found it out. And to me, like that's like the true spirit. Well you later you in your notes you have Easter eggs. So I feel like but the we'll, thing with these the stormtrooper cameos which starts with Daniel Craig Daniel Craig and Force Awakens. Yeah. It's like a running shtick. There's no, I mean I guess you could recognize their voice. But in, he's even kind of disguising his voice. Then I, I think it's on the edge of whether That's or not I think it really th- is a camera. Those are Easter eggs. No, oh, an Easter egg is when it's something from another movie that appears. So it has to be someone who's like if Jason oh, Biggs is hidden. No, but it has to like reference another movie of the same, usually of like the mm. same world. So or, if Jason or it can Biggs be a different played. One. So like if right. they referenced Ted Lasso, the. Yes. Soccer coach on The Mandalorian. Right. Or if Jason Sudeikis played a stormtrooper in. Well, I'm going to call these Easter egg or, cameos. Or in Another. the most recent episode. Hidden cameos. Because the these recent, are not. In the most recent normal. episode of The Mandalorian, when they reference the child's M count, that's an Easter egg reference to the Metaclorian count that was brought up in The Phantom Menace. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. No so, one, and then my definitely last no one was paying attention to that, except you my last and one, like a which, billion other Star Wars nerds, but which is the rest not, of us didn't get that. Which is so not thanks. a strict cameo, but I would say is more like a rever- like a trick cameo. Is Drew Barrymore in the opening? No, scene I think that's screen. a fair cameo. Everybody because, was shocked to see her in that because you think the film is going to be about her. She's this big star, huge star at the time. She's in the first scene of the film, the first sequence of the film. Gets killed off. Spoilers, sorry. Um, gets, <laughs> if you haven't seen Scream from the gets 90s. killed off, and then that's and then that's it. And so I think in that case, it's kind of like a like a switcheroo cameo because you're expecting her her to have a big part, but um, but they've they've duped you. Um, so she's really just like great. a little bit. Yeah. Those so are those are mine, Lil. Mine is, I still am uh, impressed and shocked by, and maybe this is a very big 90s reference, when Alanis Morissette was God in Dogma. That's a great, that's a great reference. I was like, I remember being like blown away, so excited to see her because she was such a big singer at that time. And then also being like, what a great choice. So for like the character, like I didn't think it was gimmicky. I thought it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I, I loved David Bowie. When he does the dance off, isn't he the judge oh, for the yeah. dance off? That's like one of the most God. amazing ones. And he stands ever. up, and you're like, "Oh my God, I'm it's actually David Bowie." I thank it's, you for remembering that. That's brilliant. That was also one of the best ones. And then um, I thought Mike Myers in Bohemian Rhapsody that's, is that a cameo? That's not a cameo. That's like Should an I? actual role. That's, no, he's in one scene as the. I guess you're person. right. You're right. You're it's right. Like and and he disguised himself, and a lot of people, right? And an Easter egg because it references. Obviously, Bohemian He says Rhapsody. kids will never be banging their heads in the Head car with that car, song. Right. So. Exactly. 
so that I, yeah, that's like a very layered one. And a lot of people didn't realize it was him, by the way. I mean, we I did, didn't but, like, fully anyway, realize it until I did like the double take. Right. So I thought that was a great cameo. So my, I think those are my top. Those are good. Shy. My favorite one. I have some really weird ones. You guys have like really respectable ones. <laughs> my favorite cameo ever is Matt Damon in Eurotrip. That is Euro amazing. No, is, no, no. That's amazing. I love Eurotrip. It's a great cult movie, but it was like the fourth down the line after Road Trip and right. American Pie. Right. This is not a movie a lot of people saw. And this is really one of those ones that came out on the coattails, but if you look at it, it is supremely hilarious. Like oh, yeah, it, I think it is better than best, Road Trip. Best. Oh, I agree. Think better than American Pie, but you're right. It's, it's at the mm -hmm. end of that run of movies, and somehow there's you know, nobody in that movie is famous, and somehow, right. and, and there's other cameos in that because, um, uh, Xena Princess Warrior, oh my god, her name, she's amazing. Her, uh, uh Lucy. Lucy Lawless is in it as well. Mm -hmm. But um, the 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 point is is that Matt Damon dresses up like this crazy punk rocker and plays the guy singing at the party the song Scotty doesn't know and then he comes back at the end in the credits for a whole yeah. bit on it and he's like covered in tattoos and stuff it is the strangest funniest one so I love that one that's my favorite. Then Hasselhoff, I have to say, really commits. Yeah, that's a that's a great. I forgot about those. And in yeah. the movie Piranha Three Double D, which I recently saw with Paul Shear and mm -hmm. Christopher Lloyd and Matt Bush, who's in the Goldbergs, which is a schlocky, hilarious movie. Hasselhoff has a cameo, and not only does he have a cameo, but in his cameo, he references his cameo in the SpongeBob movie. So oh, he's super funny and super committed. And then I know we're not really talking as much about TV, but I feel like the Goldbergs has done cameos, taken cameos to a whole other level because what Adam Goldberg has done with that show is in addition to having yes, this Martin is true. Cove from Karate Kid play right. a very peaceful meditation sensei in one scene, he also has people from his life make cameos. And then the real become, people the characters are based right? on. And mm -hmm. then they become... Like they're not like cameos of famous people. They're just cameos if you're following his life because you're like, huh, who is that person? And then you look and it was the characters playing their own mother or they're playing themselves or something like that. So those it are does my take it to cameos. a new level. Cool. Um, I named mine. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Host. You're still hosting. <laughs> oh, I'm still hosting. Still? It's my turn again. Okay. Um, all right. So I mean I can host the second then, half. The back then half there's the question. Do you guys have any any cameos that you feel are wasted? And by wasted, I mean either unnecessary to have in the first place or like a poor choice. I'm just gonna say quickly, and I'm not bashing the Mando Bosch cameo. Okay. Oh, How, not I'm not I'm not Mando Bosch cameo. Okay. I would never. However, I will say, and I'm sure you guys agree, and I, and that's the example that comes to my head, but, and I'm sure you guys could have other examples, but I'm just going to say that it is, many times I find that cameos, and I don't think they're necessarily wasted, but they're not necessary, they take you out, like Amy Sedaris and Mando also, it takes you out of the world of, now I'm like literally binge six seasons of Bosch in a row and I'm obsessed with that yeah, guy. Most so see, like, oh, most people weren't like, Oh my God, it's Bosch, I guess. So for me personally, but it totally took me out of the scene, like, and took me out of the world. And I feel like that happens when like they overdo it with cameos and then you're like, okay, I don't believe the fantasy of whatever I'm watching right now. Um, so that's all I have to say about that. You guys have ex specific examples though. Um, so like the, yeah, so my two specific examples, um, is the, is Brad Pitt in Deadpool 2, which I know is like a hilarious, great moment where he just appears for a moment, but I feel like it's so rare we get a Brad Pitt cameo. I'd like a little more. To I me, feel like that was like an unfair taste. I feel like it was a, a Photoshop picture of him. Ryan <laughs> like Ryan that was Ryan Reynolds, not Ryan Johnson. We never speak. <laughs> that was a what? What did you say? I said oh. Ryan. I meant to say Ryan. No, no, I know. But what was your, was your original point? I think that's a little bit though. It's a cameo, but it's also showing the juice that Ryan Reynolds has. That people are okay. always. I doing guess, bits but I'm like, it. they just took a Photoshop. Right. They're like Brad Pitt. Right. Text us a photo, like a, a picture. 
making that he never went anywhere to film that right and then like, my other my other thing is I think uh right. my other is that it might be yeah, controversial wait if you're but, giving me brad pitt i want i want friends thanksgiving brad pitt that's exactly. what i want but that's a guest star please okay fine yeah, that's, that's like star. sweeps week guest star kind guest of star fair fair yeah. um now my other uh what i call a wasted cameo is and it's a bit controversial but in the in the Ghostbusters reboot, the Kristen Wiig one, where you have all like all, most of the original cast pop up at different points. For me, it's wasted because I don't feel like it needs it. I feel it like the worst. The no, new that, movie that, should stand on its own. You don't need to do a callback it. like that. I felt like it was a very insecure move to somehow make original fans like to placate them or something, and it it really bothers me. It, it was it was also. I liked that. I think the movie was fine. I never really cared to rewatch it, but it was fine. But what it all it did was it reminded fans that they purposefully separated this movie from the original. So all these characters came back as cameos, but like as like a cab driver or right, a exactly. Restaurant. Like, Instead of just like, I don't want to watch a Ghostbusters and have movie them isn't in the same world, and in this world, Ernie Hudson's a cab driver. What right. the heck? Who cares? Exactly. Right. The new Ghostbusters are more excited for but but yeah to me that was like they should have just been more confident about it being different exactly so that so it's so all right shy what are your wasted cameos to me anything in entourage or ballers the shows where like every episode just every episode of entourage and ballers i hate those cameos i i don't want to see sports cast like like jay glazer like play themselves <laughs> playing themselves in what amounts to essentially product placement of themselves. This isn't like, right. can I, can I give you the other end of the spectrum where I think it's played perfectly is curb your enthusiasm where you have every episode will have a little cameo in it where either it's the person playing themselves or playing a bit part like, and and I think it's great because it actually shows to me the extent of Larry David's like reach and how much people obviously like love him or hate him or want to be a part of what he's making. And you have great comedians and actors and everyone is turning up to really sometimes just be in like a scene playing yeah. a part, not yeah. even playing themselves. And, and I think it is great. Every once in a while, like on Ballers, Terrell Suggs had a recurring, recur- it wasn't really a cameo, it was like a recurring role as himself. And he was sort of like a nemesis and that was funny. And I do love anytime Mark Cuban appears in a TV show, but it's Great. just like, you just have like Jay Glazer walk by, I'm, I'm picking on this guy who's a sportscaster for it. They'd be like, we got to go train at Jay Glazer's gym. And then like, he's like training the guys. And he's like, I got to have that interview with you. You know, I'll shoot straight. <laughs> Like, right. I see what you're saying. Or, 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 and, and to me, that's just wasted time. And it's like over managing the image of all the people involved and, and entourage did it super annoyingly as well. And I think that I'd rather see fake actors than real actors in most of those places. I'm souring on, I'm becoming much more selective of where I will be into actors playing themselves or playing themselves yes. in like the real yeah. world. And now I reserve for specific ones that I really liked. And then um, I think Bill Murray in Zombieland was amazing and revelatory at the time, but now I think it's sort of just overrated. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Okay. Um, now, Shy, I feel like you're going to lead the charge on this next topic, which is little known cameos. I because mean, in general, a cameo is a, is a little known. Was this Lily or Shy that yeah. wrote this? This is Shy that wrote this. That's well, me. I didn't write this. I I, I said to you, Lily read the notes. I added a lot. Oh, Lily, lead the charge and tell yeah. us about our most often yet little known cameo appearance. Now, I want to be clear. We have done extensive research and data collection in order to find out who has made the most cameo appearances in all films. And by that, I mean, <laughs> anecdotally speaking, Lily came up with a list off the top of her head of what she I think like, obvi- Apparently, Matt Damon's the cameo king. Like <laughs> We are calling we have We have Eurotrip. Then he did Thor, Ragnarok, where he oh, plays so Loki in that theater it. thing, yeah, right? Mean. And then he's in Jay and Silent Bob and then in the reboot. Was a cameo. Yeah. Both those movies. Then in Deadpool 2, which is like a stormtrooper one where he's this like drunk, uh, like fat version of himself, but it's not him. You'd have to know 
voice. It's him and the role. And I guess that's a cameo or a hidden cameo. So, he might as well have been a, st- a stormtrooper. Um, so it's funny, and, before you wrote um, this list, before you wrote yeah. this list, I... And then Eurotrip. I had already favorite. said his cameo in Eurotrip is my favorite. And part of why I love it, and it's why I, my point I was making about Tom Cruise is, the best cameos for me is when someone does it without ego. When these entourage and ballers ones are, they are just self-promotional things. I'm sure those people aren't being ego, but the entire thing is about self-promotion. When right, like the one Damon in Deadpool, it, you'd never even know it was him, I guess, because nobody does. When Matt Damon, though, he's usually making fun of himself or one of his friends like or something. The Thor one goes, is so funny. Yeah. And and I just I yeah. love Matt Damon cameos. Keep them coming. Agree. But I'm Agreed. also like, but also like Matt Damon. Give some cameos to the rest of us. Like, it's enough already. Yeah, a lot of cameos. Um, oh, man. But you know, he's having fun. He's enjoying it. He he's having he fun is. with it. I gotta but say, um, he looks like he's having a lot of fun. Yeah, and that's what that's what matters. So. My actual favorite topic, although I was only able to come up with one example. I came up with is, another. <laughs> is, but I think this is the best topic. It, it in, is, and I'm sure there's more that I just can't think so of. So I'd love oh, to hear other ones that people. Okay, so my favorite. I'm calling this the reverse cameo. When somebody appears as a teeny, teeny, tiny part, any small part in a movie or show, and they are not famous at the time, and then a few years later, they blow up, and then you can go back and watch that and be like no one even knew who you were i mean now keep in mind rebel wilson i think was actually already pretty famous in australia but when she was in bridesmaids um as the roommate as like the right nobody <laughs> knew creepy no and i have held on to her in that role for for ages because i thought this is she was so hilarious it, it really stayed with me and then as she got more and more famous that's my that's my favorite reverse cameo is the first time i saw her in bridesmaids um what lily you had one yeah, Which I don't even I mean, know if it counts, but I guess it does. He's credited, but you never see him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, the big chill is about a funeral, about all these friends coming together for a funeral. Kevin Costner's in the casket. So he plays. Well, the, to be uh, clear, there was a suicide scene that was cut. Cut, yeah. I was going to say, he, he's credited he, in the movie. I believe turned down Star Wars in order to get. Really? Yeah. He turned down Some, Luke something Skywalker? Like that. Something crazy like that. Was I don't know if it was Star Luke's... Wars or some other big. <sighs> Maybe it wasn't Star Wars. I mean, he did well, so it's fine. But at the time, that must have been painful. Yeah, and then he's cut. Like he's his scenes were cut, and then it's just he's in the casket, but its casket is closed, so you never (laughs) see him. But he's credited, and I think it's his first movie. So I'm mine's going to have a visual aid. He did well, and then you will react because this is the greatest of all time. Oh, it's good because podcasting is a visual medium. So this is this is (laughs) made for us. Oh, I don't know why it has this song on it. I know. There's a different version. Oh, my God. Pause it. There's a different version with the Jean-Claude Van Damme song. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude. This is a great one. Jean-Claude. Is in the audience dancing with Ozone and Turbo and Kelly in the it's outdoor true. Venice Beach that dance is... scene. And it was from that that he was discovered by Golan and Globus who started putting him in movies. That is so true. That is all true. And that is a great reverse cameo. Suit that he's dancing it's a great it's and an uh, and if you leotard. and you just try look up on look up on YouTube Jean Claude Van Dance and you'll see a montage of him dancing. I don't know why it happened just now. That was crazy. It's just some like weirdos. Um okay and to round things out I was just thinking like a cameo versus a guest star versus an Easter egg, which are all these sort of like surprise things or a cam. The reason a cameo versus an Easter egg is because they're both things that I, that I think are meant to be kind of like hidden and unsuspected in, in, in a movie or show. And you have to kind of like know what it is and find it. Um, so in that way, cameo and Easter eggs are, di- are, are similar, but I think they're different in that an Easter, Easter egg is more hidden. Is a, well, an Easter egg is more hidden and it's a, some sort of property character object something that um that is the same from that that's reappearing in in a movie or show that's not necessarily like the ball like the pixar ball isn't that yeah like there's there's a lot of like the like um or rob reiner's mother no yeah i love that or, or Stan all Lee. of the people from the Kevin Smith no. universe. I guess Stanley, but Stanley's really just a cameo. If it was the same guy that appeared in everyone, maybe that would be an Easter He's egg. He's a cameo. I think that's a Stanley cameo. 
Yeah. Anyway, so that that kind of wraps up our cameo chat for today. Um, so I guess before, unless there's more than anything else. No, I'm asking. I'm. I think it wraps it up. I, 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 mean, I don't have anything else to, on cameos. I think this right. is great. I, like I love cameos. It's such a fun discussion. I feel like this is only the first time we're going to talk about. Should it. we like, discuss at all? Like, cameo the app, which Shy personally funds. I He's mean, actually I, one of the angel I, investors. I, I, I'm not an angel Personally. investor, but I do love sending people a good cameo. And you both having received cameos from me, I tee them up very well. It is you it takes are, two to tango. Yes. It also it it also is is a true gift to know the art of choosing the correct cameo for someone. I feel right. like that is a special yep. skill. Agreed. It's like going to the grocery store and picking the right cheese for a party. You know, not everyone can do it. Yeah, and and you got to give the instructions and you got to, you know, do all of that. Yeah. And and so, you know, I mean, we got Maya Vander to do a, Maya Vander from to do a Netflix okay. to do one for Lily's uh, Bris. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't my must bris, be making $100,000 a year just saying Mazal Tov. Mazal tov. Yes. I also, I wish she, I kind of wish she said, you got to con- not hate, congratulate. I, oh, I, I, I didn't know the, you know, maybe her tagline on a buttery, a buttery <laughs> cameo voice. Shy, no one, no one's getting no. your cameo except for mom. No one's heard her. <laughs> um, so instead of Rex and shout outs this week, we will call it shows and movies we are thankful for, which is awesome. just Rex, Rex and shout outs, but we'll, we'll, We'll say what which shows, movies are we? What are we thankful for? Lily oh, first. I I'm de- de- definitely Bosch. I'm very thankful. <laughs> it got my family. How long did I last. tell you to watch that show? It just it has to. It's a combination of show and dippity, you know, and get, having it available on Amazon or so I can see it. And so it came at right at the right time, like forty five minute to an hour episodes. Um, of like great police work and we're done we finished so getting ready for season seven so i'm definitely thankful for that and i'll say it again thankful for Shit's creek and life in pieces for getting me through this difficult time have we, you watched it no you still haven't seen the final season right no i haven't, okay, I haven't either me neither I saving it all three of us ready i'm not ready to say goodbye i'm not ready i can actually rewatch one through five that's what I'm, I'm like doing. That. Yeah, I'm Which I've already done twice, but I would do it a third time. Um, and I can definitely recommend Queen's Gambit. It was different and cool and interesting and super well done. Um, and we have uh, started Umbrella Academy season two, which is fun. That's just a lot likes of fun. That show. Yeah. You know, I made it till the last episode, and at the last episode, I was like, I can't be bothered. <laughs> season that one, I was that like, so I feel about not the into third it. episode of, a, of Magicians. Well, I made, you know, that's how I kind of feel about the Magicians, too, because I watched season one. I'm really proud of myself for finishing because I abandoned stuff very easily. And I finished the whole first season, and I'm like, okay, I think I'm good. Um, and of course, Don't you, you guys- find in yeah. Magicians, sorry, that the girl main character who becomes like an evil magician, or I don't know, oh, whatever. I've only seen the first. I've only seen the first oh. three or four episodes too. Don't you find Blonde she's one? like a which one? No, the brunette that's friends with the guy that goes yeah, to he's school always telling and her, he goes. Don't you realize you're not smart enough to be a magician like me? I'm like well, right, like he be- he likeable. goes to the academy and ringer. she goes yes. to like the black market. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. you find she is a cross between? Kristen Stewart and Jennifer Love Hewitt. No, hundred Hewitt. I don't see Stewart. So because you gotta the, find another the, person the, to mix the up. The nervous, in. the nervous, um, stressed voice is Kristen Stewart, and then the overall look is Jennifer Love Hewitt. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. We Sorry. Need more Jennifer Love Hewitt. Bring her back. Uh, okay. And up with I Lacey will, what else? Wait. To, to solve crimes. I, oh. Watching Ghost that. And then how great is the I, movie Heartbreakers, right? Like, why aren't we getting another one of those? That is that so movie, underrated. Underrated Heartbreakers. Underrated. Underrated. Great Jennifer Lee Weaver. Oh. It's, a, okay. it's an um, old movie. It, it's great. I just want to. Okay. <laughs> just what what else Gene Hackman, who Lily met. <laughs> I did. He was jogging in our neighborhood. Going off the rails here. <laughs> um, and you gave me a, a, a wonderful gift this week of this uh, little British show that Shai discovered and recommended to us. And I had the privilege of watching with our mom. 
I kind of wish I could. It so made me so jealous. homesick that you so were her watching it. It's just like Shy. That's just like Shy. Um, yeah. Are so you going to say Friday the name? Dinner. I don't even know how you found that show, Shy. Yeah, Friday Night Dinner. How did you find it? Did you find it's that? called Friday Night Dinner, which is really confusing because I keep accidentally calling it Friday Night Movie. Friday Night Movie. It's because the in-between. But, but how many times have we said the words, are you coming for Friday Night Dinner? Am I going to see you on Friday? Like Friday Night what Dinner is, a, is, is it's one a thing. word in our house. Yeah. And so I, I don't really know, but the the Simon Bird, who was amazing in in-betweeners, is in this show. And that's why, and I had seen it for years, but there was no like easy way to watch it without buying it. And I wasn't going to necessarily invest in a whole new show. Now there's six seasons of this. So I'm very happy that I have six seasons to go through. And we just caught up to the episode, the end of the first season, when they bring the date over to the house and the brothers are pranking and like, and the younger brother is pranking the older brother throughout his date. I mean, that was, we were, it was intense. It's it's like, are, is it, are they always really just at Friday night dinner in the house? Yes. Yes. Every episode. So far, I mean, at least the first season, like, they leave it sometimes, but it's Sometimes it's they always leave, right. But it's, it always, yeah, it takes place that night. Um, the episode when they go to the Chinese restaurant is to, I'm still laughing when I think about it. The Mercedes. <laughs> um, Schmoigel. Happy Schmoigel. Shai, are you watching in addition to Friday night dinner? You know, against all odds, I am loving this show, The Unicorn, starring Walton Goggins. But you, and you both Michaela said it wasn't Watkins. good, so you're not giving me it's, it's, real good stuff. Like, I, I like I to stand something, on here. I needed something to fit in that life in pieces spot. I needed something to feel good. And I, Walton Goggins is so good. And just the idea that he is not playing a murderer, a killer, a sociopath, a weirdo. You it's know, mesmerizing like, to watch mesmer- him be normal. Other, other than when he played Venus Van Damme in um in uh, sons of anarchy, anarchy which is an oh. extremely lovable and and, d- like, and difficult oh my god he, that was so he good was amazing in that. and he's great as boyd crowder and justified but he's the villain in this he is just a good man who is very sad and michaela watkins rob cordry who i love when rob cordry is not pigeonholed into playing a crazy character and he's playing a more interesting, nice, nice, person. Like a nice person. Like, he's awkward, but he's nice. I love him. And then an, another, I don't remember the name of the other dude who was in ball, Ballers, who plays the the other buddy. Omar I, Benson I, Miller. Oh, love him. Absolutely amazing. So it's a great cast about a, a widower. Um, and I, you know, again, not even a premise I would like in a show, but I, Allie and I just put it on and it makes us feel happy. Like we're hanging out with these just like wonderful people. But Michaela really? Watkins to me steals the show. She's amazing. Right, she's really funny. I love her. She's I and find then her. she's a delight. And then the biggest thing I'm thankful for really is all the animated shows I've watched with the kids this year, the Avatar universe, Avatar and Korra, Dragon Prince, Kipo and the Wonder Beast. Vol- now we're watching Voltron. It's just been amazing to watch more complex storytelling with the kids as a family activity and these are ones where i'm emotionally invested or more than the kids and each one has been like a great emotional journey and all of those shows people need to get over the fact that they're 2d animated shows and just mom refuses to watch anything watch them them for what they are which are masterpieces these are every uh, voltron i wouldn't say is a masterpiece but it's very fun it's very good but we know what I think about the avatars. I think Becky can weigh in on Dragon Prince. And then Kipo to me, Kipo in the Age of the Wonder Beasts, it's only three seasons, so it's open and shut, is it's also a very special, very special creation. Um, I have to, uh, yeah, I mean, I, you guys mentioned everything that I'm watching. Um, I'm grateful for the newest season of Great British Baking, which Vlad and I are watching together, which is relevatory in my house. It's very, means a lot to me. Um, but, you know, I did just finish watching Dragon Prince, which like hardcore bawling at the end. Like yeah, that, right? that show really. Oh, Becky. I really. But you're not allowed it. to watch Dragon Prince if you haven't seen Avatar. Sorry, there are, there's an order of operations. There's you have rules. to see Avatar and it's preferable if you see Korra, but I think at the very least you need to do Avatar and Dragon Prince. But, the, but they're the not correct- related or they are related? No, they're not related at all, but you have creators, you have um, directors. There's a, yeah. People who worked on Avatar created 
Dragon Prince. And so I think you need to watch, you need to watch. You um, need to understand the source material. Like it, yeah. Dragon Prince is a great show on its own, but it is also great because you see, if you are a fan of these series, you see how much it is able to walk on the shoulders of how groundbreaking these other animation shows were. So mm-hmm. can't say enough good things about those. Um, yeah. Oh, and then last but not least, because of my wonderful wife, I am grateful for Bob's Burgers, which has become a family show for us. And with that, I will introduce to you the turkey song that is sung constantly in our house. It's called Kill the Turkey. And here it comes. And it's sung by Linda, the mother of the family. Can you hear? Can you hear? No, no, no. Pass no. the cranberry sauce. We're having mashed potatoes. Oh, the turkey looks great. Thank you for loving me. Len. Thank you for being there. Please. Thank you for loving me. Oh, God. Everyone's thanking. The Len. whole world's thanking you. Stop. Thanking Len. us Stop. for thanking you. Len. Kill the turkey. Len. And with Wait, that, this is what you say. Now. Hey, I thought I'm not. I'm trying to end the show. And with that, we say goodbye. What about our handles? Week. Our handles? Well, you had time for Rex and shoutouts, and you didn't shout out yourself. So I don't know what to tell you. No, the, the, you can follow. Where section. can everyone follow you? You can follow me at Pancake for Table on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow all the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Friday Night Movie. Our family on Friday Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram or FridayNightMoviePod.com. Kind of did a little overhaul of the website. And so you can check that out. And our family supports the Equal Justice Initiative and the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, Legal Defense Fund. So please check those out. They're doing incredibly important work for our country. And it doesn't just stop with the election. And our theme song is by What Does It Eat? It is not from Bob's Burgers. Uh, and then I'll hand it back to Becky to end it. And with and Ma, you can follow me on Twitter at Paper BK Princess. Lily, where can people follow you? On Twitter, Chi Chi C H I C H I K Gomez on the Twitter. All right, and with that, we say goodbye, and we goodbye. Love you. Happy Thanksgiving. Dance to our theme music. Bye. Love you. Bye. Thanks for Thanksgiving. Bye.